Hey there, everybody. Bob Betty Barr here, and welcome to episode 12 of the My Friends Are Amazing podcast. This episode is actually a celebration episode. We hit 1,000 listens last week, and uh, I just want to celebrate a little bit. Didn't have a guest scheduled for this week, and uh, sorry, I did miss last week as well. Holidays kind of set me back on scheduling and didn't want to try to throw together a show with a guest that wasn't prepped, so... Um, this is a result of being super lazy and uh, failing to book. So uh, it happens. Uh, let me give you an idea of how this episode is going to go. I'm going to still do my sponsor reads. After all, they are sponsors of the show. And then next, I'm going to share uh, highlights of the early stages of this little hobby project. thought I might go through the episodes and just kind of give you an idea of what my favorite uh, pieces were. Probably going to wander with my thoughts and be all over the place. And I think maybe I'll talk about future guests, maybe not, uh, but where the project is going and uh, some other random stuff. Uh, who knows? We'll just see where it goes. I've got a, a hit record and I've got an open mic here and a list of talking points. Uh, finally, I think I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about another project that I'm super excited about and uh, some of the pitfalls and positives of that new experience. And uh, maybe as a bonus, I'll rant about Bitcoin. Uh, I don't really have that in my notes, but maybe I will because it's been a crazy uh, couple days in a week of Bitcoin. The biggest bonus is since I don't have a guest, this is probably not going to be as long as other episodes. Uh, obviously, just one person talking, and I don't have a list of questions, so we'll see how long this takes. But um, I hope you hang with me and uh, hear the review of my episodes, and maybe that will inspire you to go back and either listen to or re-listen to some of the great ones. Uh, like I said, 11 episodes in. This is episode 12, and uh, there's some really good stuff in there. So anyway, let's get on with the sponsor reads. Today... Just like every other day, the podcast is brought to you by Social Imposter, reputation management for social networking profiles. Social Imposter is a customized service utilizing proprietary technology that finds and mitigates the removal of fake social network pages on behalf of high-profile brands, actors, athletes, models, musicians, politicians, military officers, business people, members of the clergy, and their management teams. So basically, if you have a social media presence and you are concerned that the viewers of your page uh, might be taken advantage of or your brand might be damaged by people out there impersonating you, and trust me, most of those high-profile pages do have impersonators, you're going to want to reach out to my friend Kevin Long at socialimposter.com to help him uh, or have him help you get rid of those imposter pages. Uh, they've got a really great system in place, and he's really brought that software along. And we'll talk about Kevin a little bit later in this episode because he was actually one of my guests. The podcast is also brought to you by The Bob and Kevin Show. Different Kevin, Kevin G. Uh, the Bob and Kevin Show streams live on YouTube every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And this week is episode number eight. So that's all I'm going to say about the Bob and Kevin show for right now because it will come up later in this episode. So let's just go ahead and get things started. So it dawned on me when I started to come up with an idea for this episode that some of you might be hearing this for the very first time. So I should probably tell you a little bit about why I'm doing this show. So the name of the podcast is My Friends Are Amazing, and uh, I had a list of, you know, people that I wanted to have conversations with, but it didn't start out as that. I was looking for a hobby, 
and uh, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. My background, I have a degree in journalism, so I've always had an affinity toward writing, and uh, I really love taking meetings in my professional life just because I like to meet people, see how they do things. Um, I've been reading some things about, you know, the one of the quotes was is that, you know, you are the sum of the five people that you hang out with on the most regular basis. I'm paraphrasing, probably butchered it, but basically, you know, you're the sum of who you hang out with. And I started to think about the people that I've met and the people that I've known for most of my life. Some of them, you know, brand new friends, but a lot of them, people that I've known for a really long time and kind of just retraced, you know, who those people were when I met them and who they are today. And, you know, I, I have like some really amazing friends. So, you know, from that statement, me saying, oh my gosh, I have some really amazing friends. I, uh, I came up with the name of the show. My friends are amazing. So then I started to jot down a list of people that I wanted to talk to. And uh, once I came up with that list, I started inviting people. And without fail, I would ask somebody to be a guest on the podcast and they'd be like, oh, I, I don't have anything that's amazing in my life. And I'm like, no, actually you do. And I would start to list out the things that they had done that were just pretty awesome. And, you know, after a couple of minutes of having that conversation, my friends were like, huh, well, I, I guess I would like to be part of this. So I've really had nobody say no permanently, but definitely the first reaction is, uh, I don't think I'm going to be good for the show. But, you know, so far 11 times out of 11, I'm batting a thousand. My friends are definitely still amazing. So just a little glimpse of how I put together the show um, I use a piece of online software called uh, Microsoft OneNote. And I use that because I can see the notes on my phone, my iPad, my laptop, you name it. So once I've determined who's going to be the guest on the show, I start to jot down the show outline. And the show outline is really just like anecdotal notes of what I know about the person. And without fail, you know, those little notes kind of, you know, when I write them down, they cascade one point from the next. But there's all kinds of things that come up in the conversation where, you know, it will just meander. We'll be on one topic and something will come up and I will, you know, take note of that mentally or actually physically write it down or jot it down in one note and try to bring that back up in the episode. And uh, it, it's, it's planned yet organic all at the same time. I do try to check all the items off my list by the time that the interview's done, but sometimes they don't get checked off because the, the topics just get so deep and robust. I try to keep it around an hour for the format. Um, so I always say that I'm reserving the right to recall the witness or my guest in this instance, because there's just so much to talk about with all these people that have been such a big part of my life and really have helped shape me into the person that I've been or I am right now. So, I do hand write out, well, hand write out by typing it into OneNote, um, the intro and the sponsor reads for each episode. So one of my other goals with the podcast is to have minimal editing. Uh, I just don't want to get bogged down into the in the production and the post-production. I figure if I have a good setup and I can you know, read the intros half decently. I'm not going to edit those out. Um, something I talk about with my sponsors ahead of time too, that the sponsor reads are live and there's just not a whole lot of polish and editing that goes into each episode. So, you know, I, I keep the outline and uh, just try to make sure that I cover a bunch of uh, 
a bunch of, you know, the topics that I can. And once it kind of gets close to that hour, I do keep an eye on the recording time. Uh, I will, you know, kind of cut it off. And one of the things that I like about the show, because it is about, um, you know, my friends being amazing, is one of the last questions that I ask each person when I interview them is I ask them if they know someone that we both know that they think will be great for the show. And the reason why I ask that question is twofold. Uh, the first reason why I ask it is because, you know, it kind of guarantees I have a guest list. Duh. So I'm always building that guest list looking into the future. The second reason why I ask it is kind of a pay it forward kind of mentality. And it's very intentional. I'm not going to lie. Um, when I discovered that I do have this amazing list of friends that have done really great things that cover such a broad spectrum, I just want people that I have this conversation with to think about that as well. So, you know, I asked them at the end of the conversation, do they know someone that would be great for this podcast? And I really feel like I really feel like it gets their wheels turning and they're thinking about how amazing their friends are. You know, obviously there's some crossover from each person that I interview. We have friends in common, but they have a whole nother life outside of the friend circle that we're involved with together. And so I'm sure that they have, you know, just a another subset or another circle of amazing friends as well. So yeah, it's definitely intentional that I ask that question. So that gives you a little bit of an idea about what the concept for the show was and kind of what my direction is week to week in having these conversations. You know, there's part of me that does it for the same reason that I do social media. It's not that I'm obsessed with social media. I like the, um, I like the, the breadcrumb kind of aspect of it. You know, you upload a memory, you talk about a memory. I, I don't do, yes, I, I do shoot pictures of my food and, you know, things like that. But sometimes those are actually memories as well that I want to hold on to because when I take a picture of my food, it's usually not food I order at a restaurant. It's food that I've, you know, either prepared by myself or cooked with, you know, Caroline, my wife or members of the family. And it's just kind of like it's a mile marker for, you know, this part of my life. And this podcast is a lot of the same in that regard. These interviews are something that I'm going to hold on to um, because these people are near and dear to me. And it's great to go back. I actually listened to them a little bit today, each one of them, to inspire me to write the the review notes or the look back notes that I'm going to share in the next segment here. But it really is. It's uh, There's definitely a selfish aspect to this. I'm not in it to monetize this podcast. Um, there is an experimental part of it about building audiences, and I'll touch upon that a little later. Um, but that is probably a really good segue into starting to just kind of give you a, a quick glance back at the 11 episodes that I've done so far. So really, I mean, for 11 episodes, if you're looking at an hour-ish each episode, we'll say flat hour. So that's 11 hours of recording just in and of itself. And then there's probably an hour to an hour and a half, even with my minimal editing uh, in the post-production for each one of those episodes. You know, uh, edit the photo for the episode, put it up on the website, uh, do the final editing, all that, blah, blah, blah. There's there's a, a couple, there's a checklist of stuff that goes into it. So I've got the 11 hours recording. We'll do another 11 hours for post. So that's 22 hours. And then there's, you know, there's probably a good hour in prep. So, uh, you know, 
over the course of the last, you know, 15 weeks, it's been about a 40 hour, you know, 40 hour total adventure and I'm loving every minute of it. I wouldn't trade it. I can't wait to do more of these, but you know, that gives you a little background into, you know, what it's all about. So let's just start with the review of the episodes. So my first episode, uh, Andrew Barta, I met him a few years back through Umbraco. You can find out all the background on uh, how Andrew and I know each other by going back and listening to the episode. But it's funny how uh, in that first episode, Andrew started talking about uh, audience building. Like that's something that he's doing in this phase of his life. And it, you know, it's funny. I had him on the podcast. I really had no idea that I was embarking down a very similar path. But with a podcast, that's really what you're doing. You know, I upload an episode and I want people to hear it, not because I want the personal accolades, but I'm proud of the work. And I'm also excited for, you know, everyone who listens to these episodes to to get a glimpse into the personalities of the people that I'm interviewing. So it was very, very cool that my first guest was talking about, you know, this audience building thing. Uh, beyond that, Andrew and I had awesome discussions about him traveling the U.S. as a digital nomad. So basically he was going from place to place. Ah, I don't want to give So you got to listen to the episode, but there's some awesome uh, pro tips in there about uh, his gym membership slash shower facilities and uh, camping on BML, BLM land. So that's definitely worth a listen. Uh, some of the funny things, because, you know, this is episode one and early into the technology of how I was doing things and the audio gets a little out of sync and there's dogs barking in the background and he was in a he was in his office but his office is a big open loft and you could hear his roommates slash workmates talking in the background and somebody was opening a trash bag you know that waving plastic sound so all definitely uh priceless and uh hopefully if you go back and listen to that episode versus uh say episode 11 you'll see the difference in the audio quality and i'll touch on how that all came around as well and it's uh some of it's technology and some of it is proximity so we'll uh I definitely, uh, I definitely want to hang on to episode one, but it cr- I cringe a little bit when I listen back to it. So episode two had my great uh, lifetime friend, Kevin Long, on the show. And Kevin's probably going to be, I would guess, at least once a quarter. Uh, we have so many hours that we could talk about things. Uh, and uh, we basically grew up together and his first time on the show, we didn't really even cover any of our growing up together. We mostly covered his professional life. And uh, Kevin's got a very interesting professional life slash career path. Uh, don't want to give too much of it away, but he runs some tech companies and basically doesn't know a thing about tech. Well, he's learning. I mean, you know, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but Kevin's been learning new tricks most of his days. So definitely give that episode, episode two, a listen with Kevin Long. Uh, he's going to be on the show a lot. <laughs> so uh, the next episode, episode three with Sunday Coulter, uh, would, so I'm three episodes in and I have my first controversy. Uh, Sunday and I, our first time around, apparently talked a little bit too much about work. So um, we do have, or I do have listeners that are, you know, current friends, friends from back when I was a kid, uh, people I don't know, people I've met through different uh, adventures, and some of my listeners uh, come from where I'm employed. And 
one of the people at the office heard the episode and thought it was a good idea that we might want to re-record because we talked a little too much shop and a little bit too much about how the sausage is made at my place of employment. So um, we actually uh, pulled the episode down. I had to throw up a sorry for that. Uh, We'll re-record in a few days. And Sunday was gracious enough to actually be back on. And the funny thing is, is the second episode, uh, we shied away from the work conversation. And I believe that the second recording was far superior than the first as far as content goes. I mean, the work stuff was, it's got value. Don't get me wrong. Um, And I do still have a copy of the recording. And maybe, uh, you know, years from now, I can release that in because there's some valuable stuff in there about brand management and the way it happens in small companies versus large companies. So there's some good stuff in there. Um, We did actually touch upon it a tiny bit, I believe, in the second recording. But the biggest thing we focused on was um, Sunday's art. So she was the, you know, my first guest that talked about her you know, I don't know, it's not commercial art, she's not selling it, but she does so many different artistic things. And uh, we also talked about her commitment to physical fitness and, uh, you know, how that works for those of us that are in a little bit of an aging set. Uh, We are not 20-year-old kids anymore, even though some of the people I've had on the show are much younger. uh, Sunday and I definitely don't fall into that set. So we talked about some of our some of our challenges with uh, staying physically and mentally fit uh, as we age. And, you know, since a lot of the people that I know are in technology for their day gigs, uh, you know, that lifestyle with sitting at the desk and stuff just gets a little uh, little rough on the body. So we got to keep the mind and the body uh, limber and well, uh, well exercised. So we did talk about some of that. So definitely check that one out. And, uh, you know, if we get enough... If we get enough pressure, maybe we we re-release the first recording on that because there are, there are some great nuggets in there, like I said. So in episode four, uh, my friend Kevin Gizeski, it's a hard G, I believe. Um, I've been pronouncing it wrong for many of the years that I've known him, and it's something that he and I are working on together. He's teaching, and I'm trying to learn. Uh, but Kevin and I uh, talked about crazy. We talked about audience building. It did come up again because Kevin has uh, two YouTube channels. One is a partnership that we'll talk about in a little bit, but uh, his primary channel or his first channel, uh, Kevin was a, um, or Kevin still is, he does a YouTube channel and features his adventures in coding. Kevin is an amazing uh, developer and he shares some of his insights and tips and tutorials on his YouTube channel. Uh, Funny thing is, is it turns out he also has a passion for journalistic stuff as well. And uh, not just journalistic, he's got a, he's got a comic stint to him too. So uh, he and I've been involved in some pretty fun and creative videos. um, But, uh, you know, he definitely has a, a large following with his uh, technology tutorials and his just general approach to technology. He's a, a brilliant mind, and uh, that definitely comes through in the podcast. Um, the other project that he just started, uh, he and I started, we're about eight episodes in. Eight episodes, so that's one a week, is the Bob and Kevin show. But um, I'll, I'll expand upon that a little bit later in the show. Uh there's so much that I wanted to get Kevin to talk about in addition to his audience building and his technology stuff. But uh, he told me that all that other stuff was off the table. So maybe if I get him on the show again, because I know I will, because
because I asked him to be on the show tonight. He's actually the first guest that told me a soft no and held to it. Wanted to have him on to talk about uh, our new show and the audience building aspect of it. But um, maybe if I get him on the show again, I can get him to share more about uh, his crazy, amazing past. He's uh, he's done a lot. And, uh, you know, some of it he's just not ready to talk about. Uh, if he's listening, uh, maybe you could hit him up on the Twitter or uh, maybe this will uh, twist his arm enough that he will come on the show again and, and talk about some of the stuff that is uh, not top secret, but just, uh, you know, just not something he talks about on a regular basis, but is totally amazing. And I think everyone listening would get a ton out of that. So uh, maybe maybe we, we browbeat Kevin, or maybe he's going to get really mad at me for saying this. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, my next episode, episode five, was with my friend Erica Questenberry. Erica is out in Bellingham, Washington, and Erica and I have been to a lot of the same Umbraco-based conferences. That's how we know each other uh, throughout various places on the planet. Uh, she's a great person, and she is a small business owner slash solopreneur as a UX UI expert. On the episode, we had great conversations about diversity in the workplace and her experiences as a UX UI professional. We also discussed her extensive travel adventures. She has been pretty much everywhere. I don't know if she's got a planned trip coming up to uh, Australia for a conference. Uh, I wish I was going to that one, but I got told no. So uh, she's got maybe more travels coming up on the horizon soon. Uh, but we talked about her adventures and how she works those into her long-term personal and professional objectives. Uh, Erica doesn't really work while she travels, so she works in furious spurts so she can travel and just be free. So we cover a lot of that in the episode as well. So I don't know about you, but at this point I'm seeing definite patterns within my friend group related to their independence their overall success in their careers, being experts in their field. Uh, definitely, you know, even five episodes in was getting huge validation um, of my initial premise that my friends truly are amazing. Uh, you can go back and listen to these episodes and find out for yourself. But um, trust me, uh, I have some really great friends. So it continues to go on from there. Uh, episode six, this was actually... Um, the episode six was with Chris Lowe. Chris was my first podcast where I was actually in the same room with my guest. So up until now, episodes one through five, my guest was someplace else in the country, sitting in front of their computer with a microphone, and we would both um, basically have the same web page up that would do two remote recordings. It wouldn't record over the internet, um, but it would record through the internet to the local storage. This gets a little nerdy. But at the end of the recording, uh, both of us would have to wait for the episodes to download, the individual recordings to download. I would get both copies. The guests would just get their copy. Um, so with Chris, Chris was the first one where we were actually in the same room. Now, uh, we weren't in my studio here at home. We were both on a school board retreat or conference, I guess. Conference is probably the best word. We are at a conference, and we were in my hotel room, and I had a um, a Zoom 
or Zoom, sorry, Zoom H2N recorder that I purchased specifically to do recordings in the same room. So it was the first time I got to use that little toy and it was great. Uh, the biggest thing that was great is it's so much easier to have conversational continuity and flow with that person in the room with you. Eye contact is huge. So this has definitely given me um, inspiration on how to do the podcast differently in the future. Uh, I might record locally using like a Zoom video pod, you know, video conference or a Google Hangout. I haven't decided technically how I'm going to do it. Um, I may just have the video feed up to have that eye face-to-face contact and still record the same way that I have been. But I, I might have to do some some testing. But um, so this episode was also amazing because this was the first episode where, um, yes, of course, uh, Erica and I talked about um, diversity in the workplace, but we didn't really spend a lot of time about this. This episode was interesting because the bulk of the episode was about um, some social uh, topics. Uh, So Chris and I spoke about him growing up in a biracial home in the 70s and 80s. And uh, so that's kind of the background, the backbone of the conversation. And so I'm kind of glad that we did that one face-to-face because it was very easy to follow the flow of the conversation and see where on his face where there was room to ask more questions, if that makes any sense. So I'm, I'm learning a lot about how to... I don't know, maybe have better conversations, maybe to be a better listener, because I have to listen really intently when I'm having these conversations for the podcast, because that's where the next question comes from, is from what the person I'm speaking to is talking about. So maybe that is a byproduct of this that I, I guess I've considered it a little bit, but saying it out loud on a recording here, uh, I guess I'm realizing that that is definitely another bonus of doing this. Um, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely check that one out because I think you'll get a lot out of it from the conversation, but maybe you can give me some feedback on, am I getting better as an interviewer? Am I getting better at listening really is what it boils down to. So yeah, and I had a blast with the uh, H2N. In fact, I took that to London and w- did some recording with friends there too. I uh, always was in uh, pubs, so it was a little loud. So none of those recordings actually have made it into the wild because they're just not very good quality. But the recorder itself is excellent for um, group conversations or one-on-ones. So yeah, if you're looking for a piece of remote recording recording equipment, Zoom H2N for sure. Um, so moving on to episode seven. So this is where I I took a leap here. Uh, Episode seven was with Lillian Beatty Barr. And hopefully the name sounds familiar because it's the same last name as mine. And uh, she's my daughter. So I actually expanded the scope of the podcast to include family members. And it's because, you know, my family is amazing too. And I actually feel like I have great relationships with everyone in my family. So yeah, they're definitely friends. So Lillian is my youngest child, and uh, this was amazing on a bunch of different levels. The The first level was that speaking to my 16-year-old daughter as someone I'm interviewing on the podcast, once again, back to the listening, you know, I had my outline of things that I wanted to cover, but 
I really enjoyed just listening to her responses and riffing off those responses and, and kind of moving through the topics that we moved through. She's been a gymnast most of her life. And so that was a, a big focus of the conversation of like what that has meant to her and how that's impacted her growing up and, and maturing and, and what kind of, you know, ethical stuff she's taken with her from that experience. But, uh, you know, once again, don't want to give it all away. So definitely check out the uh, episode. It was also cool because it's the first time I've had a face-to-face interview in this office, my office, my home studio. Uh, we didn't have any special mics or anything like that other than the the uh, Blue Yeti that I use on a regular basis. And we shared that. And I think it worked out pretty well. Um you know, getting the right distance and things like that. But uh, definitely check that one out. We cover a lot of stuff that I consider not your typical 16-year-old kid stuff. So uh, uh, after that episode went really well, I decided that I wanted to, uh, really I had to open it up and interview my other two children, uh, Joshua and Owen. So uh, they come a little bit later in the process. But before we get to Joshua and Owen, got to talk about episode eight with Big John Coulter. Uh, yes, John Coulter is Sunday's Sunday's husband from episode number three, but uh, John is definitely my most rock star interview so far. This went back to a remote. Uh, he was at his house in Pennsylvania, and I was at my house in Illinois, and we did it over the internet. Uh, but still, you know, John and I have great rapport, and the dude is just funny as hell. So, um, you know, the big highlight from this episode is, uh, you know, the dude has punched Russell Crowe in the face at a bar. That, that's really all I have to set up for this episode. There's, you know, how much more rock star can you get? We covered so much stuff. Uh, John has done amazing things in his life and he's going to continue to do amazing things. Uh, OTR driver, stand-up comic. The dude is done. Seriously, you have to listen to this episode. It's a uh, it's an hour that uh, uh, I will just look back on for a really long time because it was so much fun, and I actually cannot wait to have him on the show again. Uh, once again, an episode where we just barely scratched the surface. Uh, I think uh, next time we have him on, definitely going to focus more on the, the writing and the stand-up and all that good stuff. So moving right along to episodes 9 and 10. This is uh, Joshua and Owen Beatty Bar, two separate episodes um, just want to say that my kids as a whole, the three of them, they, they just couldn't be more different and they're all amazing in their own special ways. I had a blast interviewing each and every one of them. So over the Christmas holidays, I knew it was going to be tough to, uh, book guests. So I decided to loop in Josh and Owen, um, back to back weeks. And, uh, it just, it was a really good decision. Uh, also with Josh being home, he is, a uh, He's going to be a sound engineer when he graduates from college. He just loves everything audio. He's a great musician. Uh, he's got perfect pitch, all that good stuff, you know, stuff that makes you sick. But uh, he's just a very smart, creative young man. And uh, he helped me uh, trick out the studio. So he works for a recording studio here in town. And so we had access to a bunch of different mics to demo and some other recording hardware. So he hooked me up with uh 
an audio box, USB in, you know, it's got uh, inputs for a couple XLR mics, and we tested out a bunch of different mics, and we actually found out that my voice and most of my, well, I guess my voice most particular, uh, works with a Shure uh, SM58, so picked up one of those after that little uh, test, and we actually did the podcast together in the office with two separate mics for the first time with me and Josh. So he also helped me tons with post-production. And uh, we didn't really talk. I mean, we talked about his career or his you know future career as an audio engineer and talked about some hardware and software stuff. But uh, we really talked about just a really wide variety of things. And that was another great episode. Uh, he definitely spoiled me when he was home because I had a, a built-in post-production engineer and but we set up some presets, so I think I'm all good to at least uh, get my voice. And he showed me some tips and tricks how to sweeten up uh, remote audio as well. So he uh, he spoiled me, and I'm a, honestly a little bit afraid for um, remote episodes. But like I said, he gave me some tools uh, to, you know, to be prepared to do these remote ones. So uh, maybe I'm excited for the next remote one to see if I can make it sound like it's not remote. We'll see. Uh, so after Joshua's episode, I had Owen on, and uh, Owen is another episode that had to be recorded twice. Not so much for controversy. Uh, we had some technical difficulties that just stopped recording about 20 minutes in for some reason, and then also uh, Owen and I weren't on a, on the top of our game, neither one of us. It was the holidays and, uh, you know, too much food, maybe maybe too much drink and other things, and we decided to record a podcast episode, and after after the uh, technical difficulty, I listened to it back and I was just like, oh, this is really bad. I said, let's try to do this again tomorrow when we're both a little bit a uh, little bit better prepared. And so we came back and recorded it again and uh, it went great. And we also had the great uh, dual mic setup that Josh had uh, put in place for us here in the studio. And uh, Owen and I talked a lot about his eventful life around martial arts and color guard experiences and his traveling. He's done quite a little bit of traveling for uh, an 18-year-old kid. So uh, definitely check that one out. And uh, I think you'll like it. I definitely did. And uh, I want to share that with everyone too. So now we've we've reached episode 11 with Brian Kroc. Actually, that's the most current episode, and that episode is performing quite well. A lot of that's due to the support from Brian and her family, sharing it pretty wide on their social medias. But I think it's because it's just um, from a from an interview and journalistic and topic standpoint, definitely one of the most um, meaty episodes. Uh, I had actually planned to do this recap episode after episode 10, but it turned out a good friend and someone I've known for their entire life was back from college. That was Bran. And, and I had to get them on the, sh- on the podcast for sure because Bran just has a, a really unique story. And uh, Bran is a wonderful person, and it was very easy to talk to them about these uh, challenging topics. Uh, Another face-to-face interview with great technology, so you know that's it. It sounded great. I was super happy with that. Uh, you know, we had the headsets going, and we could both hear, and you know, we we're both very happy with the sound. But we also covered a lot of uh, interesting and challenging topics. Bran is uh, a transgender, non-binary person, and we discussed some of the topics related to establishing a new identity as a young high schooler and early college-age student 
talked about uh, how gender studies as a topic at a university level, how that factors into the learning process and just the university experience. Uh, Don't want to give a lot away, but uh, learned a ton. And from the response from the episode, a lot of the people who have tuned in have really enjoyed it too. Uh, So if you haven't checked out episode 11 yet, I definitely encourage you to Maybe, uh, nah, don't start there. Start at one, go all the way through, see the evolution of the way things have grown with the podcast. So that basically catches you up to date with the podcast episodes. Like I said, uh, give them a listen because I just really scratched the surface. Each one of them is at least an hour long. And uh, I've only been speaking for about 30 minutes on them. So I've really given you the the condensed version. Uh, the big takeaways is that I... I really wish I could get to the point where I could have all my guests in studio. Just the recording quality, the quality of conversation, and the editing experience is just so much better. Um, You know, uh, maybe when some of my other things take hold and start to bring in cash, maybe I can build a nice studio in a centralized location and and just bring the guests in. That would be great. So that is like a long-term dream goal. you know, the regular recording the episodes with audio stretching, I've talked about that. Uh, hopefully, maybe bring video into the process just for that eye-to-eye, face-to-face thing. And we'll actually increase the the quality, the, the conversation quality of some of those remote episodes. Um, anyway, uh, if you're wondering, uh, if you stumbled upon this episode... There's tons of different ways that you can listen to the podcast. Uh, I'm on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, uh, I think uh, FM. There's a bunch of different podcast networks that have picked up the feed. But probably the one I'm most excited about, I am a huge fan. Uh, 2017 and 2018 are going to be the uh, years of the voice assistant for me. And uh, I have the Amazon voice assistant, not going to say her name because she will chime in on the podcast. She's been on several of them already, but um, there's a great uh, skill for the Amazon voice assistant called AnyPod. And I'm not sure if it's on Google or not. Uh, I should check that out and spread that along. But AnyPod, a great skill to add to your Amazon voice assistant. So basically you can say, hey, Amazon voice assistant. Ask any pod to play My Friends Are Amazing, and they will just go out and grab that up, ep- the latest episode, and start playing it. So, uh, it's super fun. Same thing works with TuneIn Radio. You can do that as well. All right. So, the thing that I want to close this episode out with is talking about uh, one of my new ventures. It's another audience building thing. It's not really a podcast, it's more of like a YouTube show. Uh, it's a technology show. It's called the Bob and Kevin show. So Kevin Gizeski and I are doing this Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern, and we are doing an actual live technology news show. So we typically cover, um, three of the technology news headlines from the week prior, or, um, you know, a couple headlines and then something that's near and dear to us. Like maybe we got a new piece of technology as a toy or, um, you know, there's a topic we've always wanted to discuss, but typically it's about three major topics. And then we do this fun thing where we take turns doing a three question quiz. Do you see a theme here with threes, but we do a quiz. And so this week it's my week to choose, but basically we choose a topic 
And then we get to ask any three questions. And so basically it's just a knowledge share and a knowledge check. Um, we typically, I don't think anybody's been three for three yet. And we're heading into episode eight this week. So it's fun. Um, the crazy thing is, is that we didn't really get in it to monetize it. But of course, as soon as we start ramping up and getting up to speed, uh, YouTube comes out with a new uh, monetization rule scheme. And basically what they're saying now is you have to have 4,000 hours of watched video time in the previous 12 months and at least 1,000 subscribers. So since we are just into week eight or episode eight of this venture, let's just say we are a little shy of those marks right now. So if you're looking for something new to check out, um, definitely do a search for the Bob and Kevin show on YouTube and uh, we'll come right up and uh, watch some of the episodes. It's also really funny to watch the evolution from episode one to episode eight, which is coming out this week, because um, we've just uh, we've really grown into our own personalities in this short eight weeks, but also we've grown into the technology that we're using as well. Uh, we are using OBS Studio, and uh, it's open source, which is awesome. So the, the relative amount of investment for the show has been really low. The biggest investment has been the time and the energy to learn about, A, the software, which is awesome because we've learned to just basically hack the hell out of it. We make it do stuff that most people that are using it are not doing. So um, Kevin has also created an open source software repository on GitHub where we share all the uh, widgets and utilities that we've made for OBS Studio. So that's kind of fun. Um, we're having fun with the uh, show graphics and animated stingers. We basically are getting into it to get in touch with our journalistic roots, have a good time. Uh, we both work remotely, so this gives us uh, friend time that... Uh, you know, most people who work in an office get on a regular basis. Everyone has their work friends. So this creates a social space for us. But we're also um, we're a really good team where we push each other. So I feel like we're always challenging each other to do new cool things with the software or new cool things with the graphics or new approach to integrating a special guest on the episode, things like that. So we're always... We're always evolving the process. We're always evolving the show. So um, that's one of the great things about it. Another one of the great things about it is we're learning uh, learning a lot about building audiences in on YouTube, on Twitter, um, Instagram. So we're managing all three of these accounts. We're going to add a Facebook page here very soon. So we're, we're trying to figure out how all this ties together and how to drive people to watch the videos and subscribe. So there's a lot of professional implication here as well, because, you know, Kevin's much more of a hardcore developer, but I get involved with not only the development, but the strategy as well. So being able to speak intelligently and share experiences that I've had firsthand with, you know, managing a property like this and trying to build the audiences and being able to look at the analytics and determine, you know, what needs to be tweaked, where things need to be added, taken away, all that good stuff. That part has just been, uh, just been phenomenally good and a great experience. So, you know, I guess looking back at, you know, 11 episodes of the podcast and eight episodes of the Bob and Kevin show, the biggest thing is, is I'm learning about 
you know, all these different attributes, all these different things, but I'm also learning a ton about myself. So I guess that's really why I sat down to record this episode today to share that I've been learning a lot about not only the people that I love and the people that I've had on the show, my friends, um, but learning a lot about myself. It's been a, a really cool inner journey so far. So I'm very excited to keep that going. And as long as I can keep that in perspective, uh, I think it's going to be a really good hobby and a really good way for me to my creative outlet. You know, I'm not really a drawer. I'm not really a painter. I can't sing. Um, my guitar playing is, you know, bleh. it's, you know, very basic stuff. But this is something where I can kind of paint on a different kind of canvas and express myself in ways and, and really just learn a lot. So hopefully being on this voyage with me is something that you find exciting. Um, but even if you don't, I'm kind of just in it, you know, to have that excitement for me. So I'd love for you to come along on the ride and uh, let me know what you think. And if you have ideas for either of the shows, feel free to reach out to me. But I think at 44-ish minutes, that's about all I got. So thanks for hanging in with me for these 11 episodes. And hopefully you'll hang in for another, you know, well, let's call it, I don't know, another 1,000, 1,500. But um, thanks. And, uh, you know, hit that subscribe and hit some likes and send me some Send me some tweets and let me know what you think. Have a great week and we will see you next week. Bye.